Hey guys, what's going on? Hey! Hi. Nah. <laughs> so, we totally missed last week, so that was my bad. It's I was super was sick. Sissy. He was dizzy, so he yep. couldn't come to podcast. I am uh, I am the Derek that we're discussing. Lame. We've got Lizzie here. Woo. Lame. <laughs> wow, sound excited, would you? Yay! We've got Nick here. Lame. <laughs> I am, but we dropped our women's podcast. Good, drop that because nobody wants that. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, uh, put it out there. Oh, the world you put it hear. out there. That's We've had yeah, 19 like... listens since Saturday. Ooh. Yeah, that's like what five yeah. days, something like Got that. Yeah, five days. At least two feedbacks already. Two feedbacks. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And we've also got a. Uh, a guest new slash he's a new permanent fixture. New permanent fixture. <laughs> he's been <Yep>. recently installed. <laughs> it depends on how he does today, whether or not we ask him to come back. No, we're just kidding. <laughs> um, he's the new youth guy here at Rise, and his name is Matt. Matt. That's me. So yeah, today we are going to talk about prayer. We how got do you to do it? Pray just to make it today. I said pray, pray, pray. I wish yes. there was video. I, I, I yeah, we video. need to get video going soon. This is gonna, it's gonna be great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anyways, so we're talking about prayer. MC Hammer said it best. What is it? What's it for? So we can make it today. So we can make it today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what it's for. That's what it's for. <laughs> so we're done. <laughs> and over. yeah, just we're done. It's over. Welcome Bye. to the Truth Response. <laughs> All right. Nick's going to pray for us today. Uh, So we can make it today. So we can make it today. Father, we thank you for giving us today a day that we could make it, and we thank you for your incredible love that you pour out upon us. Lord, just give us your wisdom because you know we need it. We're in desperate, desperate, desperate need of your wisdom. Uh, Father, guide our discussion and uh, let your grace and your truth be revealed in this time. Praise you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, let's kick this thing off with what is prayer? <clears throat> Matt. Prayer. <laughs> Talking to God, well, voicing to God, or a verbal relationship with God, or maybe even a thought process shared with God. I think it requires you to be in a very specific position and say very specific words in order for him to hear you, though. And I don't think that's right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think Nick thinks it's right either. (laughs) You must bow with your head facing east, and your hands must be clasped together if they're not that's not I'm you're not sure holding hands they, with Jesus. I'm pretty sure they did that so that little kids would not be as distracted. It's probably true. <laughs> or and Lizzie's. Then you have to say specifically in a certain tone, our father and you have to say it in the King James because that's the only way God will hear you. Yep. It's, he does not understand the English language, only King James. <laughs> our Father who art. His name is Art. Hallowed. Hallowed. <laughs> be thy name. Thy. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. On earth. Are you going to go? Yes, it is in heaven. <laughs> Give us this day 
our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation. <laughs> Please don't feed into this. <laughs> but deliver us from evil. That's really where it stops. But if you want to go extra credit. <laughs> Methodist version. For yours is the kingdom. For the, for thine is, thine, thine is the kingdom. Thine is the kingdom. <laughs> and the power. And the glory. Forever <laughs> and ever. Amen. <laughs> It's the only way God will hear you. <laughs> well, that's one way to do it. <laughs> yeah, so what is it? It's I think it's just communication. Yeah. It's pretty it's a lot more simple than I think people give it credit for, right? Wait, like yeah. it's it's one of those things where people are terrified to pray out loud in a mm. group setting. And so, why? All you're doing is talking to God. And I know I don't want to belittle it, but like, Everybody, literally, just have a conversation with God while there's others standing around. That's what's all. usually the like the 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 rebut is what? What am I supposed to say to him? Anything. That's, well, yes. That's the point. Okay. If you're if you're confused on what to say to him now, then are you saying anything to him? Other on times. your own. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and that's the thing that people. I, I try to tell them. You know, if you. If you're looking to pray and you are weird with saying it out loud, then, yeah, can you say it in your head? Sure. Can you write it on a piece of paper as if you're sending him a letter? Yeah, why not? Just it's the idea of being in open communication with God, you know. And what can you say to him? I mean, uh, the argument that somebody made, well, he already knows everything anyway. Yeah. The point is you're going to him, you know. He says, so say whatever it is. And you shall receive. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important the the word communication there though because like you're communicating with God but it's not just a one-way street. Just stop no. right there. You're communicating with God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Sit in that for a moment. Yeah. That should give you chills. Yeah. <laughs> chills. Yeah. Not only that, he wants you to communicate with him. Yeah. Actually, let's go even further. He made sure that we could go directly to communicating with him. Boom. There you go. The veil was torn. So we can go right to him. We have an open access. We don't need any intercession. That's right, Catholics. Open access. So. <laughs> it's like the android of, uh, uh, of things we get to do. We're not yeah. confined to Apple oh, products. Dude. Right. <laughs> it's almost like Apple is Catholic. Let's so get away rigid. from that. So rigid and sandboxed. We are trying very everything hard. Everything is sandboxed. To get away from everything Apple. We, we really are. Oh, my goodness. Are you an Apple lover? I oh. am an Apple user. I use them. Yeah, they I, use you. I, I eat so them. You, you, you eat apples? Yeah. It's one of my favorite fruits. Really? Well, you know, as long as you're not in a garden, I guess, when you're doing it. Theoretically, right? Well, we don't know that it was an apple. We don't, but uh, maybe it's a passion fruit. The word just said no. Passion. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, praying, open highway, a prayer, open communication lines. It's not a walkie-talkie. It's just a complete open line. So do you hear like a voice from God speak back to you? Sometimes yeah. it's possible. I have. I have. Yeah. yeah. Actually, he talked to me when I 
wasn't necessarily praying to him. I was more complaining to him one the first time. <laughs> yeah. The first time I was complaining openly. But isn't that still prayer? Yes. Yeah. 100%. I'm, I think that's actually a good point because there's some people that think that they can't do that. Like they can't go to God and be oh like, man. and just <laughs> open up the floodgates of their emotions or even their anger. Like he can't take it. I mean, he created you and anything that could possibly come from you. So why not just let him see everything you are? One righteous use for anger. It's pouring it out to God. Think right? about, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I like, I like yeah. to think about Elijah. He's my favorite prophet. Um, and I like to think about after he did the whole prophets of Baal oh, thing. Yeah. And then all he's doing is complaining. No. Right? In the, in the cave? Yeah. 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 Well, no, he was don't. complaining under the tree and then God tells him to go to the cave. Oh, yeah. and he was still complaining then. It's like the whole time. It's like, dude, do you. Did you not I, see what you just lived through? Do you through? not remember what you just did? <laughs> like, seriously, you had so much confidence in me that you, you number one, you mocked the fools who were trying to, you know, elicit some response from a false god. Like, so much so that you said, I think your god's probably just in the bathroom. Like, he's, he's sleeping. He, he fell asleep in the bathroom, right? Or else he really got, got caught up in some social media or something. Like, he's just scrolling through and... You just, you just, you just lost him. So you keep cutting yourself, keep crying out, keep doing all these things, and he'll. And then he's like, "Here's, here's how much I trust that God's gonna do this thing. Like, bring a, bring a pitcher of water, soak my wood, and then bring another one, yeah. and then bring one more just for good measure. And yeah. not only is he gonna come down and take yours, but take mine, but he's gonna take yours too. And he did that. And then he had the guts to be like, "All right, now we're gonna kill all of these fools," and he did. <laughs> I love it. And then he's like, "Whoops! Woe is me. <laughs> what did I just do?" Well, and he, he was scared of a girl. A girl. Well, yeah, but I mean, think about the audacity that he had—not just in the complaining, because the uh, the complaining part is something that I think everybody should be able to do. Yeah. But the things he was saying, like he he he's like, "I'm the only one. Yeah. I'm the only one left." And God's just like, "No, you're not." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You're not the only one. In fact, I already even got your successor lined up, so don't even worry about it. But yeah. that's a good point in and of itself, though, because, like, sometimes it feels that way. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure each and every one of us has felt at some point, like... We're the only one. Man, am I the only one who gets any of this? Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. you know, like, am I the only one, you know? Like, that. that's... Yeah, that's usually when God hits me with stop being stupid. <laughs> Well, yeah, but it also <laughs> like hand over the head. that's I mean, that's a point when God God comes in and he's like, no, don't be ridiculous. But, you know, gives you he generally gives me somebody right to prove that, you know, you're not the only one in this. In fact, maybe you should go help this person do what they're doing, because maybe it's more important than what you're doing. You know, sometimes that's a lot of times that's what ends up happening to me. So. I mean, I, I've got this thing that I'm doing, and I'm the one that's doing it. And then where's everybody else at? And then he's like, right there. Now go join them because you thought you could do this on your own. Like, Oh, yeah. So, But it's, it's, a, good, it's a good thing to be able to just complain and, and let it out to the only one it actually it can actually do something about. Mm-hmm. Any yeah. of it, right? Like, I had a, a, a guy relatively new to the faith uh he shot me a message last night and he said he said nick i want to do better with this prayer thing he said every time i have a bad day he's like i don't know what to do he's like i i I, the bible thing doesn't like i try to and i try to pray and 
and he's like, well, how, what can I do? Because he said, he said, I, what I'll do is I'll go and I'll just, I'll drink a beer. And I was like, well, I mean, one is not horrible. Um, but he's like, what do I do about this? What can I do? And I was like, well, there's a lot of things you could do. I was like, one of those things is you could just go outside or in a room, probably where somebody else can't hear you, and just yell at God. I was like, just yell at him. Like, you have a bad day, just yell at him. Like, he can take it and he knows your heart. Like, it's the two things. I've actually done this. Yep. I've actually screamed at the top of my lungs mm. out loud in at him. And I was in the middle of a field, so luckily nobody was around to like look at me and like who's the crazy guy yelling at the sky. But mm-hmm. I, I I did. I I was at a point in my life where everything seemed to be falling down around me and with all that emotion, I just went to him and I just screamed. Now, obviously, I didn't get my answer to those screams for a while. He kind of let me you know cool down first for <laughs> a few years but the (laughs) but i've done it and and, you know getting even with the anger but there's also the fact that even when you don't get the answer in that moment like you feel relief after doing it well the recently i think i said this to you the earlier nick or the other day the the best thing about complaining to god or and putting it all out there to him is that he's not going to use it against you. Mm-hmm. It's not like, mm-hmm. you know, you got to be careful who you talk to sometimes, who you spill things to, mm-hmm. air your laundry out, you know. But God, he'll, he'll take it. He'll listen to you. Mm-hmm. He loves you, and he's not going to go and tell your next-door neighbor, hey, you know, this guy's been complaining about you or anything else or whatever it is that you, you happen to, you know, be grieving to him. Um, you can do it, and he will just love you through it. And, you know, sometimes it's, as you said, therapeutic, but sometimes... Getting out of the way gives you that space for him to then enter into that and go, okay, now we're willing to work. Mm-hmm. Let's work with this. Let's let's see where you're at with this. Why did you feel yeah. that way? You know, it, it seems to be the point where, well, he does his best work. I mean, if again we go back to the Elijah, mm. um, Elijah moment, where he's like, all right, number one, take a nap. Here's a snack, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then he's like, number two, go up in that cave. And then God's like, all right, I'm going I'm to talk to you for a minute, right? And then it's like thunder and storm and then wind and fire. And he's like, no, no, here I am in the little whisper that's beyond all of that kind of stuff. Like now I'm, now I'm talking to you. You're not alone. There's a bunch of others that are out there. I'm going to send you back. You're going to do some cool stuff. Like just, just trust me in all of this. one. So it, it wasn't an immediate thing, right? To back no. to your point, like. You had your words with, with the Lord. He took, he responded to you by maybe letting you sit in that, in that brokenness for a little bit. And then he helped you slowly get out of all of that. And the same thing with Elijah. We don't really know how long. I mean, he traveled by foot from Mount Carmel down to um, where some presume that he was on uh, uh, the same place where Moses had the same revelation. I mean, that was hundred miles plus that he traveled by foot mm-hmm. um so i mean that was a days that plenty that of time took. to think yeah <laughs> yeah and then i mean did he immediately get called and go back up to the the and how quickly and what succession did the the wind come and the fire come and the earth shake I mean, was it all like one right after another right after another i don't know yeah but god mm-hmm. answered and I, I think it's a big thing is God always answers in those calls. And sometimes we just got to marinate. Right. I mean, I, I think about I, I'm, I like to smoke meat. And uh, I mean, you put 
so much salt in a rub. Like it's it's crazy um, that you would never put that much salt on the finished product. No. Right. Like, and you know, a lot of people like to salt things afterwards, but not nearly to the extent that you marinate something in. And without that that marinade, it's not going to taste as good, right? So like sometimes we got to marinate a little bit. We got to we got to fester in some of the the tough things and we've got to be we got to feel alone sometimes. We've got to go through struggles like sicknesses and we have to deal with those things sometimes longer than we think we should have to. Um, because God's not done with us yet. And we, we got to get to a certain point where we can, we can be that sweet tasting salt of the earth, the, you know? Yeah. I, I like that you pointed out that, that it's not on our timeline that we expect everything on our timeline. Oh, yeah. yeah. And what's funny with our timeline is immediate. Yeah. <laughs> like now it was five minutes yeah. ago. Really? Look, look at, look yeah. at, uh, the, 400 years of quote-unquote silence, right? That that was between uh, whatever the last book Malachi. was. Yeah. The and, prophet. Yeah, the little guy. <laughs> um, and then and when Jesus came, right? Like mm-hmm. 400 years. Yeah. Right? We can't even fathom there's, how long 400 years some is. There's pretty cool stuff that happened in between there, too. I'm not saying yeah, nothing happened, but I'm saying it's like. It's not in the canon of Scripture that we recognize that. Yeah. Right? Right. And. I mean that's that's just a long period of time though. Mm-hmm. I mean look at look at how long the Israelites were in the wilderness walking around in circles. 40 years. Right. 40 years is hard for us to fathom. I mean everybody in this room is younger than that so Well when you think about that 40 years I mean that really should have been 4 weeks. You know should but be, but because of their who they were and their hearts it was 40 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, that generation had to pretty much die. The first generation had to die off, basically. You know, That's what God said. You yeah. know, it's like, you guys, we're going to, I mean, talk about marinating. I mean, God brings them out of Egypt in one of the in most incredible ways we've ever heard of. And yet, yeah, you, we're going to have a 40-year cool-off time now before anything crazy like that happens again, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, it, who's to say... You know, when we ask for something or, or when we expect something, if it's anywhere close, even imaginably close to what God has in mind. <clears throat> Here's something crazy to think about. What if something that we pray for is unanswered in our lifetime, but answers something two lifetimes away? Oh, that's a good one. You know, like maybe it's our our kids, 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 like it's it's on them to have that answered for not us mm-hmm. you yeah. know i mean david wasn't allowed to build the temple mm-hmm. you know like it, maybe maybe the things that we're asking for is something that something happens in our lifetime that we don't recognize at but three generations down the road are like that was an answered prayer mm-hmm. it's the undeniable that that was an answered prayer i don't know who who coined it but one of those kind of churchy things that goes around is that God answers prayer one of three ways. Hmm. He yeah. says yes, no, or wait. Yep. I had read in, in the book that I most recently read 
the book that's uh, After I Believe. Oh, okay. Uh, it's it's great. It lays it out in four answers, actually. Okay. Um, not to discredit yours. It's the just hidden a, It's just really, an, an, it's, it's either, it's yes, no, uh, grow, or slow. Like it's, so grow is like, you need to grow into what you just asked you know, for. You know what they, those two consolidate to? Wait. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm well, just saying well, that because waiting, I'm but he breaks right, it into two different. Like you, like you need to grow into wrong. this. I, yeah, you cannot be wrong all you want. Well, the point is, is that sometimes I mean he breaks it down into sometimes you need to grow into it. You're not ready for it, yeah. and then sometimes it's like yes, it's going to happen, but it's not happening yet. There's a right. timing that has to. So yeah, both are kind of a wait thing, but mm -hmm. for different reasons. Right. Um, so I really appreciate the idea that God answers every prayer. We might not like the answer, right. mm -hmm. you know. But he does. Um, I had a. I, I remember early, early, early on in my my walk. I probably, I would say this is even BC. Like this is this is bordering on you know the birth of Christ in my life, right? So this is between the right at the BC AD exchange. You remember that Garth Brooks um, song, Unanswered Prayers? Yes. Yeah. Like that was one that I I was listening to a lot in a season and. Uh, I was like, oh, man, I really love this song. And then I had someone say, um, you know, Nick, there none of your prayers go unanswered. And I was like, oh, I don't like this song anymore. God responds in, in everything. But, it, you know, I think to Garth Brooks's heart in all of that, it was that that the answer was no in that, right? So yeah. Some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers because he'd been praying for something that wasn't the right thing the whole yeah. time. So what God was really saying was no, and then over here, misdirection. We're going to redirect your energy. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I love I love the idea of the song. The, but I can tell you from my own life, I really have been thankful later in life when I'm like, thank you for not giving me what I asked for <laughs> then, You're because so what bad. you had in mind. Uh, my current wife is my one of my favorite examples. No kidding. At one point, I was praying for someone else because of what was going on in my life at the time. And I looked back at God after I'm, you know, I've been with my, actually, when I started dating my wife, and I said, Thank you. Thank you so much that that's not a thing anymore because this is the thing. And, and I can tell you, being married uh, to her, that uh, I continue to say that pretty much every day. Um, but, that's just one example. There, there are so many things that we, we think we need at the time. We think we want at a time. And God's like, you really don't. One of, my, one of the favorite illustrations I ever saw was, it was a depiction of a little girl holding a teddy bear. And it was Jesus asking for the teddy bear. And he's saying, trust me. And behind his back is an even bigger teddy bear. Like, yeah, you, I know you want that now. But what I have in mind for you is so much greater. Yeah. You know, it it's, goes along with the really with the gospel message, you know, we, we think we know what we want for our lives. God's like, no, I, if you would trust me, you know, put your faith in me, then what I have in store for you is so much greater, mm -hmm. not just in life, yeah. but after this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I found myself more recently, like when I get to the end of my prayer, talking to God, I'm like, not my will, but yours be done. Like, which is sometimes the hardest thing to get out. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. and like to mean it. <laughs> and I was like, if I say it enough, maybe I'll actually mean it some of the times. Yeah. But it's like, this is what I want. But if it's not what's in your will, do what you need to do. Like, and 
I don't know. There's like, it's terrifying sometimes, but it's also very comforting at the same time. Something funny about prayer is the more you do it, the more it gets shaped, right? It doesn't matter where you start, right? I, I've talked about it on here before, uh, just our journey with serenity, Lizzie and I's journey with serenity and her sickness and all that stuff. And, and the fact that in the beginning stages, it was God, please take this away from her, make her well. And then it turned into God just, trade it out i'll i'll take the sickness just let her be well and then it turned into over time like god what are we supposed to see in this where is this going who are we supposed to touch where you know what where where are we supposed to be in the midst of all of this and um that's been something that's been kind of crazy to see like change over time Mm -hmm. is just how god the more you talk to him changes your heart and, and where it's at in things. Um, not because he doesn't answer your prayer, but because he's communicating with you. And mm-hmm. and the whole Holy Spirit within you praying, you know, on your behalf and interceding for you. He, I mean, Holy Spirit knows better than you do what you need and what you desire, you know. So, like, it just shapes you and it's been really really a cool thing to get to experience yeah. and like i think going through it like now i have a lot more empathy for like people that you know kids have so much worse <clears throat> like and like you know like for me i think like cancer kids that have you know families that kids have cancer and yet they're still praising god and doing stuff and like well, and it also strong in it, in it it also allows you to to like be there for somebody who is going through it like mm-hmm. you've got a friend who who has a little girl who's also in the same boat and not in the same exact boat but has a sickness and an illness um and you can actually you have empathy you mm-hmm. not just empathy but like you can talk through things with them and it's not just somebody who's listening but somebody who's been there and so I think that a lot of times is why we have to toil in some of our, you know, in our marinade, right, season is so that we can help others who are going through stuff and to help them grow in the midst of, of their weight, right? Oh, yeah. yeah it, it, it's, it's, it's a wonderful place to get to, I think, in your prayer life when you start to recognize that some of the things you've been through are now helpful. Not yeah. just to you, but to, that you can help other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had that happen multiple times, but I, and I and I, I totally get what you're saying when it comes to how your prayers start to shift. Uh, I think the closer that we draw to God, the the more we start to feel that way, where it's less of why is this happening to me, and and, and then it starts to be kind of like well, well, why is this happening? To all right now, how 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 are you using this? Mm-hmm. Right. And I just want to be part of it. Um. It's, it's, it's really, it's, I mean, it, maybe we can just call that just a sign of how you're maturing in your faith. Um, but it's, it's pretty remarkable when you f- catch yourself not going back to that old, why are you doing this to me? Right. You know, and you're just going, okay, God, I know this is happening. And, and, and I think a lot of that leads into that, that piece that, you know, surpasses all understanding when, when you, the world seems to be crashing down around you and you're coming into church with a smile on your face and people are like, 
I, but you just told me all this stuff's going on. Why are you look happy? Well, I mean, God's in control. You know, I, I surrendered it to him, you know, and it, to some people that might sound like, well, you're really just trying to speak Christian. Like, no, if you're really living it, it's evident um, because things will keep happening. There was a few years uh, ago where Sadie and I felt like we had this dark cloud. Everything kept going on. We had a tree crash into our house, mm -hmm. smash our roof. Um, we had cars break down or get hit either or it was just seemed like everything that was going on. Our well had to be redone at our house up north. And then at the, the breaking straw, I love the joke is that my coffee maker went up one day and I was like, that's it. That's the breaker, you know, but like, <laughs> and, and, and God, God's faithful. He had somebody give me a coffee maker that day, but, um, it was, I'm not kidding. He noticed that that was. He noticed. Oh, all right, listen, listen, Matt, I'm going to give you back the coffee. No, but, it, but I was in church and somebody actually asked me like, how are you smiling? Well, I know he's in charge. I know that he's got this, you know, if he, if he led me into this, he's going to lead me out of this. For sure. Yeah. So like a practical way for somebody who's never prayed before, how do you pray? Our Father. All right, like, getting away from that. So you might have noticed. Now we don't have video, so nobody can see, but but everyone is in this room. So I, I purposely was waiting for this question because I opened a chair next to me with nobody sitting in it. One of my favorite ways to do it, and I tell people, I call it the open chair prayer. Open up, sit next to an open chair or couch or whatever it is. Sometimes you can do it in your car if you're parked in the parking lot, and just imagine, if you will, that Jesus is sitting there. I mean, in a way, he kind of is, but, and then just talk to him. Just talk to him. In fact, I would go as far as to say is you don't even have to use words. Sometimes you can just use your tears, gasps, whatever the noise is. Just let it out. That's pretty good. Yeah, I don't have anything. I don't have anything for that one. That one. I'll tell you what was revolutionary for me was my brother-in-law. I have a, my brother-in-law uh, is actually only uh, 15. He's highly autistic, um, and <coughs> we were around the dinner table one night, and he wanted to say grace. I honestly couldn't understand almost anything that came out of his mouth. But in that moment, it hit me, I don't need to. Mm -hmm. mm. He's not talking to me. <laughs> and God understands everything he's saying. You know, We need to keep that in mind. We sometimes think we have to have the perfect words. Mm -hmm. mm. We think we need to be Jonah in the whale and be able to recite all kinds of psalms and scripture. No. Say what's in your heart. Just get it out. Today at the, we went to a pastor's lunch and uh, we're sitting at a table with a couple, couple missionaries, church planting missionaries. They're planting churches in America. How about that? Because <laughs> it's um, necessary. Right. You do realize that we are, um, America is the one that sends out the most missionaries, but is also the one that receives the most missionaries yeah. from other countries. Um, so <laughs> their uh, husband and wife and wi the wife doesn't speak any English, none at all. And the, I was sitting and there was a worship leader from another church and he was bilingual. And then her husband, who is bilingual, and we were having a time of prayer and everybody was just like, you know, why don't you pray in Spanish? Because the, pray for our, the missionaries. Let's pray in Spanish with the bilingual guy and we're like yeah like i don't need to know what you're saying i remember i recognized the emily said jesus 
I was like, oh, I got that one. Like that <laughs> one's that one's pretty good. Uh, I get that. And then, as it was like, that prayer was going on, and at the same time, I was just offering God my word, like, Lord, meet them, be with them, make a way for them. And in that, there was a concert of prayer that was happening. Hmm. So it became a it became not just one single avenue. It was a multi-lane highway where we were all coming and allowing more to be poured into the Lord at, at that point or petitioned before the Lord. Uh, and I, I think sometimes we miss that, that prayer isn't just, it isn't just one person, you know, on, on a Sunday morning, it isn't just, just me or whoever's leading worship or Derek, you know, Pastor Derek, like, it's just one of us standing up there saying a prayer for everybody to sit there and amen at the end. It's meant to be, part, you know, participatory. Like, we're all in this together. Like, maybe the words that I'm saying aren't the words you need. Give the words you need to the Lord and let us all come together in this this chorus of prayer before the Lord and watch as he moves. Yeah, I love that. It, that reminds me, if you ever guys have ever visited certain types of Baptist churches, man, mm. everything is is communal. Like, mm prayers even sermons are communal like mm-hmm. they they'll jump in with anything but you know that is that's a whole different level when the guy's praying and if he stops for even a breath if there's a sentence where it needs too much of a space in his voice they're in there hallelujah yes lord and it's like if you've never experienced that experience it just Derek is an independent fundamental baptist I don't even know what that means, but I am a handles, Southern Baptistical originally. I'm recovering. <laughs> Do you handle snakes? No. <laughs> I mean, I could, but I wouldn't. You wouldn't? Are you no. scared? No, he I'm not scared. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I could if I needed to. <laughs> he does interpret that answer scared as well. Of spiders. Spiders. Yeah, spiders terrify me, but we we don't need to talk about that right now. Okay. I don't think Matt ever heard that story. How you called your mom, who was at work. Because I will, was, while he was I in will college, tell him at another point. <laughs> while he was in hey. college from the bathroom and used a whole can of hairspray to kill the spider and it didn't kill it. And he called his mommy to come save him and she said, no, I'm at work. So were you using, you see, you need 80s hairspray. <laughs> like that's what you Aquanet. need. <laughs> I used what I had. I used what I had. Be prepared. So now they've heard this twice because they've heard this story before. And but I hadn't. So, so this most is well brilliant. So spider I, on you campus. can probably guess who kills the spiders in their household and who says, hey, you should kill it again. That's okay. Derek prayed for a it's... woman, a strong woman, to come and kill his spiders. <laughs> and Lizzie came in. God answers prayer. Yes, he um, does. One of the things that uh, has kind of stood out to me in in our family life is we take turns praying um, at at night, you know, one person each night, but we all take turns. And Serenity, Serenity prays at every meal. She wants to pray at every meal. She used to, though, a, a lot of times ask, was that good afterwards? And it's like, <laughs> well, you're not talking to me. <laughs> like, you know, and so eventually, like, she stopped asking that. And it's been cool because when she stopped asking that, it felt like her prayers became more genuine. Mm-hmm. She wasn't trying to impress me. She wasn't trying to impress mom. She was just mm-hmm. talking to God at that point. And mm-hmm. it was it was really cool to see her prayer life grow, you know, in, uh, over, I don't know, over the course of the last three, four months, it's mm-hmm. really been cool to see. So, Yeah. yeah I, I tell you what, being a, 
as a parent, like when your kids come to you and are like, yeah, I've been praying for this and or they're openly talking about it. It's uh, I will say it's 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 and that'll it, it's like the Grinch. Your heart grows three sizes <laughs> that day. I uh, my, my daughter, my older daughter, she prays a lot. And uh, don't get me wrong, I couldn't be prouder, but it's 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 in, it's incredible. I mean, the things she she thinks to pray for and the people she remembers to pray for. I mean, her heart is so huge. It uh, it's pretty it's pretty great. Um, uh, but I think what we try to set an example that it's it's okay to pray in any circumstance. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are weird about like going out to a restaurant and praying. No, we're going to do it there. Oh, yeah, we'll do it anywhere. You know, it. Uh, in fact, we'll call each other out if somehow we've missed it. Um, the the common phrase in my household is that's unblessed food. <laughs> yeah. Thou shalt have digestive issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As opposed to Chick-fil-A, which is pre-blessed food. That's the Lord's chicken. <laughs> Lord's chicken. Yeah, I wish I got to have the Lord's chicken, but my wife does not like the Lord's chicken. Do Lizzie. Not. You don't like Chick-fil-A. I'll accept that as your resignation. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to need to pray for you. Good luck with children's ministry. (laughs) That's what we're doing. We're we're here praying for Lizzie today and the Lord's chicken. Uh, So I know that we jokingly quoted the Lord's Prayer at the beginning of this. Um, But in Matthew 5 to 15, um, there is a kind of a, a structure. I mean, it's a... If you don't know how, start here. Kind of a basic, I think, yeah. in my You mean my what, they taught us, the, what they taught us in Bible school? Well, I like to look at it more like an outline. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, like... The, he's touching on things that, like, what do you want to know how to pray to God? Pray about these things. Pray, recognize him. Right. You know? Recognize him and who he is. Right? And, you know, his his will is greater than our will and recognize that, you know? Um, so the, our father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Like this is your show, right? Mm -hmm. This whole thing is all about you. This is all for your glory and you're the only one worthy of it. Like make that happen here. We want, we want all of that to happen here. And then it's basics, man. Like it's give us this day, our daily bread. You know, let us let us have our basic needs. You know, just like you you meet the needs of the birds, right? Like you're gonna meet our needs because you find us as more precious. You know, um, forgive us our debts, as we also forgive <laughs> our debtors. That one's kind of a twofold. Yeah. Right. Like that is asking for us to be forgiven, but as we forgive and well i mean there's the, the so you, the last two things you talked about the daily bread and the for, as we forgive others there's 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 so much to that when you when, it's like saying god give me what i need today mm-hmm. um for when it comes to daily bread and i think not none not of people when they pray that really understand that mm-hmm. you know because we're we're to be relying on him well, think about the when they were in the desert, the manna. The manna. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Give us what we need today. And guys, I don't even try to get it for tomorrow. Just today. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to tra- almost train them up. You know, so give us today. Give me what I need today. Help right. me. Help me to get through today. Um, and then, as we forgive others, I mean, it is how important is it that we we first we ask for forgiveness, 
and then we have to remind ourselves in a prayer so that we can, and we should also be forgiving others. You know, if you're going to tell God you're going to do something, it's probably a good idea that you follow through. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And their society was one that uh, recognized forgiving of debts. I mean, that that's something that we're not used to in our culture at all, right? Like the debt man is going to be like, nope, we're just going to tack on more interest. Yeah, plus and that's going to be the rest of your life. Plus, we love grudges. You know, yeah. actually, we celebrate grudges. Think about it. How excited people get! Like, this is a grudge match, and you're like, yes, grudge match. <laughs> Last weekend of the college football season, right? That's always rivalry week. Rivalry week. It's the most exciting weekend. Yeah, it's not a forgiven past enemies week. It's rivalry. Open. Although, okay, so uh, I watched the. Or, talking about football we watched uh the chiefs miami game and all the whole shenanigans of miami was gypped because it was too cold thing aside um it's true if you watch the game you notice something that you know you should have noticed something that doesn't happen very often in football games on especially on a national level is there wasn't any negative back and forth the guys were helping each other up all the time like it was constant like it was it was constantly like patting each other on the back doesn't matter who's on what team like that didn't matter in the game and it was the it was a cool thing to get to see because that's not something that's normal in a football game (laughs) especially not in you know playoff season that doesn't happen so uh in the detroit game uh the matthew stafford returned to detroit they definitely caught on camera a guy flipping off Matthew Stafford when he walked onto the field. (laughs) And then there was another woman that you caught in the background. She was sitting in the front row and her shirt said F around and find out. (laughs) And I was like, "Hmm, that made the broadcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, some camera guy got fired today. Sorry. Uh, The the Chiefs game was the opposite though. It was really cool to get to see. One of the things I love, well, so so what you were talking about, I love seeing that. Um, where it's, it goes beyond the game. Uh, my brother-in-law has played uh, with the NFL teams. He was actually it looked like he was going to be on the Browns team a few years back, but he got hurt in preseason. And the rules are if you go off on injured during preseason, you can't play during regular season, which makes sense for some reasons. But um, when he was with the Browns, he was in the preseason games. Like every play, he'd be there picking people up. And he, my brother-in-law's a big dude, and so. To see him like hit someone that hard and be like, all right, buddy, I got you. Um, and so that's really great to see. But what I wish I saw more or they put out there more, which I don't feel like we're going to see, is more of when the teams come together before and or after game to pray together. Yeah. Um, because, man, there is something that – and it's not just football. The, the, the fact that two teams are about to duke it out in whatever sport it is, but they're going to start by recognizing God and recognize their brotherhood with God, you know. Um, my, my daughter, when she played uh, volleyball, she played for the, for the FCA up in Maryland. And before every game, they'd, they'd actually mix the teams together. So every other person was from the other team. FCA. FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And, um, yeah, sorry. Should have put that out there more. But they would mix together and then join hands in prayer before the games. I loved that so much. It's like, yeah, we're getting ready to try to slam this ball in each other's face. But before we do that, let's recognize that where we're all in common. 
you know i think that's great here's a really dumb example of that though uh i really love the way that <clears throat> generally baptists do the awana olympics the because man the what the awana olympics Camp on awana? i didn't know there was <laughs> olympics so, okay. short hearts yeah, so, salute your shorts. <laughs> Awana is a program that stands for Approved Workmen Are Not Ashamed, right? And it it is a generally Baptist program, but there's a game time where you actually do, like, different tug-of-war, you do, like, relay races, you do these beanbag things, like, all kinds of different stuff. Well, like, once a year, a bunch of people in, like, the area, like, state, whatever, local... I, We're I don't going really to state in a Awana. Um, yeah, close, uh, the, close the hardware store. <laughs> take, going to they it already teams. sounds better than Bible Wool. <laughs> All right, Ooh. so they they send teams to go compete More against exciting. other churches in these Awana Olympics, and like you start off with like the whole prayer and the pledge allegiance to the flags and the Bible and all that stuff, and it's yeah. Okay. Anyways. Dumb version. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, and so, yeah, we need to forgive people. Uh, and lead us not into temptation. Mm. It should be let us not lead ourselves into temptation. <laughs> right. That's an interesting That's an interesting line. In I there. think it best protect us from temptation. Mm. Protect us from the evil one. Mm. Well, even a step deeper is like lead us not into temptation. We're going to follow you wherever we go. Yeah. yeah. So lead us not into the temptation. Like, we're we're going to go. That'll, we're going wherever you take us. That'll preach. Jesus <clears throat> is always watching, too. You just don't forget that. Yeah. Always watching. You do you, but Jesus is watching. Yep. And if you haven't listened to that episode, check it out. It's an awesome episode. Um, mm. But deliver us from evil. Brooke came up with that. Oh, it is good. It's good stuff. I gotta go through the archives. Yeah, you do. <laughs> one of one of the congregants here, uh, a friend of ours, listened through every single episode in like three months. Wow, that's dedication. Yeah, it was insane. It was dedication. It was nuts. Because it was like a hundred and five episodes or something like that, uh, an hour <laughs> a piece. So that's a lot. That's, that's a lot. That's impressive. I couldn't get away with that. I my my ears are required for attention to too many people. I have five kids and a wife, and they need my attention. So for me to put headphones in, I I love headphones, but the only time I can really get away with that is like I'm cutting cutting the grass or building something. Then I can be left alone. But other than that, like it's I need to be able to be called on at any time. <laughs> Uh, I think I think another thing to point out about prayer is uh, we should be praying from a posture of thanksgiving, mm. right? Yep. And everything that we do, whether it's something that's we're going through that's crazy difficult, or it's something super sad, or something that is happy, like we need to be praying from a posture of thanksgiving because we've been allotted a lot especially especially those of us in America right like yeah. we are all privileged in this country yeah. first, every single first world one of privilege us. Yeah. yeah so got to enter one of my prayers today really yeah 
you got to podcast with us? That was your prayer? That's my, awesome. My prayer was, Lord, please let me be canceled from jury duty this morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I was. Check that it was out. It was amazing. Because you're a pastor. Yeah. Like, cut you. They were like, nah, it's because of my number. Was my, my number was not called. My number never gets called. I've always wanted I, to do jury duty. Well, that's cool, man. I'll, next time if I get it. This was the first time I ever got a summons, and I always thought it would be interesting, too. Um, but I was like, wrong time, not right now. I'll do it another time. This is way too busy right now. Let's do it another time. Um, but if that comes up again and it's the wrong time, I'll just write your name on it and say, contact Derek Stevenson. He said he's in. Boop. Send it to him. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. I nominate you. I'll take it. I'll take the nomination. Yep. <clears throat> so I had a mentor, uh, a long time ago challenged me to view every event from a posture of Thanksgiving. Um, and he told me how he was trying to display it in his own life. So he would, whether his car broke down, he's like, thank you, Lord. Um, and it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier. It's just mm-hmm. like, Hey, you know, how can, how are you using this? Let me be part of it. He was like, Oh, thank you, Lord. Th- I know this is crazy. And some people are going to see this as, you know, an inconvenience, but you know, I know you're working in all this. And what was crazy was how often when he did that, he got a return. So, uh, the instance he, that I brought up when his car broke down, he, it was just a, like a fan belt had come off and he was able to get it back on with a tire iron. And later that day, his, I think it was his brother-in-law could be wrong. Uh, was supposed to meet him somewhere, gets there really late on foot. He says, where's your car? It's like my car broke down. He's like, let me go see it. And sure enough, it's the same problem. That's weird. And so he was like prepared ahead of time for this. Super, that's like, He's like that's God, not a common thing when your car breaks down. It's not, but you know, it's one of those things where he had the opportunity to go, you know, God loves you and he had prepared me just for this for you. And mm-hmm. this is what happened to me today. And let's just be thankful that it's happened. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a wild thing to see, but. I'm just wow. impressed that he got it back on with a tire iron. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't get mine on. I mean. With Nick and me and, <laughs> like, extra special tools to get <laughs> oh, the Yours belt was on. not nearly as bad as, as William. Some are oh, easier no, than others. Really. When, he had, when he had that Kia Soul. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, I don't even know. I don't even know how it was possible for it to not go on the way it did. And it was like, that much. You just need a little teeny bit. Yeah. And we couldn't get it. Finally got it. It took an hour. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's a good example, though. I mean, it is a yeah. solid example, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, tire well, iron. I mean, tire iron aside, I mean, just the idea of that, like, if you're open to that, that it's not what you're not being. I think sometimes when people, when stuff happens to them, they think they're being disciplined mm-hmm. or punished mm-hmm. or smited or whatever it is that they think that they're. And sometimes it's, it's if we look at it more as an opportunity, mm-hmm. you know, how much differently our day can go, our mm-hmm. lives can go, mm-hmm. our blessings to ourselves <laughs> and other people can go. Yeah. But I don't want to be put out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the I don't want to be. Yeah. I don't want to be inconvenienced. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to be. You know. Yeah. I, told two weeks before it's time to start something. Hey, you're teaching the thing you want to. The amazing thing is, is it's still two weeks. Two weeks is forever. We'll see. Forever. <laughs> yeah, it's always interesting. Like, <laughs> I took like a year where I was like I'm not going to be upset about anything like it's going to be God's trying to grow me God's trying to you know whatever so I'm going to look at it as a blessing and like my car broke down I had to get it towed to 
to like a dealership because at the time I had a car that very few people will actually work on. So I was like, okay. So I was like, okay, what is God trying to teach me? And I was like, well, I'm going to look at it this way. You know, worse comes worse. I got to ride in a tow truck. Never done that before. <laughs> and so I get in this tow truck and I'm talking to the guy and he's like, usually people are just like, and we start talking and he was like, this was when I was in Kansas and he was like, we were talking about where we we're from and he's like, he's from down here and like not too far. And I was like, Oh cool. And we started talking and talking some more. And then, um, he was cursing a little bit and his, you know, using a little bit of language and stuff. And then he asked me what I did and I was like, Oh no, (laughs) now I have to tell him what I do. And that's probably going to, you know, change the dynamic of this. And I told him, I was like, well, I'm a, I'm a children, you know, I'm a children's youth minister. And he was like, Oh, I'm so sorry for my language and stuff. I'm like, no, like if, that's you should you be. Speak. God's listening. But like, I was like, I would have never had that opportunity to talk to him and been like that positive person that he had had that day, despite my circumstances and stuff. And like, I don't, I mean, never sit, I'm obviously never going to see him again. But like, it was just like, okay, what was God trying to do in that situation? And I may never know. And I'm okay with not knowing why, why the purpose of that is. Um, I think sometimes that's the hardest though, is when you don't know the purpose of, of going through that. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is that you, you touched on something I, I think is hilarious is when people find out that you do ministry and how that suddenly changes their opinion of you. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I, when I went into ministry, I was working at a car dealership and that is an interesting arena. But th- this girl looked at me and when I told her what I was doing, said, oh, I'm going to be afraid to talk around you now. <laughs> I was like, really? You just let it fly unless you hear this? Like, is there, my question with that is really, is like, is there something deep down that's telling you, besides the fact that I just revealed that to you, that what you're doing is wrong and you think you can get away with it until you're reminded? Yeah. My favorite one is being in a game store surrounded by nerds and you get that one or two nerds that are super talkative and won't leave you alone. And you get to talking, and you get Wait, to talking, isn't and that you? Yes. <laughs> so it's not I, the point. I, I, yeah. yeah. Right. I'm totally cool with that. Um, but they'll strike up a conversation with anybody. Those people, you know, and uh, they're talking to you, talking to you, talking to you, and then they find out that that that's what you do, or you're a Christian, and they're like, "You can play role playing games. <laughs> you you can play D and D. You can play cards." Yes, I'm a normal human being. Like, yeah. like, yeah. I, I'm like, oh, I didn't know you guys could do that was kind when of thing. Guys would flirt with me, and I'd be like, oh yes, I'm a minister. And the phone. <laughs> That's K-pop for you. Somebody uh, put their phone on silent. Silent. Please return your phone to the silent and upright it's my position. Mommy. All right, so, <laughs> so. In kind of a conclusion, uh, over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be talking about prayer. Um, so next week, we're going to be talking about praying boldly. Mm. Um, so that's going to be fun. But I'm going to have some challenges each week. Um, it's going to change just a little bit each week. This week, uh, your challenge is to pray three days straight, not without <laughs> ceasing. Right, I'm not gonna well, that, don't go that, work. three days in a well, row. Right? I say, three I'm pretty days sure in a there's row. There's a scripture that says to pray without ceasing. There is a scripture. But we're not there yet. I like <laughs> it, that, that's this baby steps. Okay, <laughs> uh, pray three days in a row, out loud, 
and you can start by yourself, right? Like, don't, right. I'm not going to be like, hey, you have to be around other people. When, but pray out loud. I Three days in a row. Middle of the grocery store. Yeah. 5 p.m. Pray out loud. No. It's like th- 3 a.m. <laughs> that might get you arrested. I don't think anything around here is open that late. 5 p.m. So Heck, <laughs> I don't even think our Waffle House is open that late. So it's 24 is, hours now. It oh, it is. Awesome. Somebody this this is a challenge for not just us in this room, but also everyone listening to this. Yeah. No matter when you start listening to this, right. whether yeah. it's this when it launches or 2026. Yeah. Yeah. Three days. Yeah, three days in a row out loud by yourself. That's that's the challenge for this week. Three consecutive days. How long? Doesn't have to be long. I just want you to start. There you go. Well, that's, right? Yeah. I want you, you to start. There's statistics that prove it doesn't necessarily matter how long your scripture reading is or how long the prayer is, but it's it's when you get doing it regularly that actually something is Do you is there a specific reason for out loud? Yes. Why? Because. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> Okay, I'll give I'll give some helpful hints for anyone that's going to be listening to this. Here's something you can do. Go on your phone, pick a time that you think is going to be a good time for you yep. and set an alarm that just says pray out loud. Yep. I've done this before. It is really helpful. Usually, I set an alarm when I'm trying to pray at a specific time for a specific thing, but it works. Yeah, pray out loud because one it's it's more active than just praying in your head, right? Like you actually have to use more of the things, more of your body, and whenever you're active and you you take that first step, the second one is always easier. The hardest step is the first step every time. So when when pastors have a call to action where it actually has people move, um, which we've done like weird stuff in the past where we've done, you know, communion or something where they have to go to a certain place or whatever. It, it, the hardest step is that first one. But then once people get moving, it's like, Oh, I can do this. So praying out loud by yourself is, is important in that aspect, but also it tells the devil, Hey, I'm not playing. So, um, I, I don't know if the devil can read my mind. I know he can speak into it, but I don't know if he can read it. But I'll tell you what I can do. I can tell him that I'm serious. Not today, Satan. Right. I'm not today. And so, or bring it on. It is what it is. It's always been brought. Um, So (laughs) three days in a row, out loud, start by yourself, unless you are just really gung-ho to pray with other people. But that's the challenge this week. Not super difficult. If you're not a Christian, try it anyways. Yeah. Uh, if you're not, if you're not Give a believer, a try. Try it. What's the worst thing that can happen? You feel foolish for a couple of minutes for three days straight. Yeah. And that's the worst thing that could possibly happen. And worst I pray right or, now that you get some kind of result that shakes your world. Yes. I bet you will. Ooh. I dare you. Double. Dare. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Triple dog dare. You went right for the triple dog. <laughs> Skipped, skipped right all to the it. other ones. Yeah. Wow. Skipped right Whew. over the double dog there. Normally Just got serious in this so. room. So that's my challenge. We are going to talk about prayer for the next two weeks. The challenges will get a little bit more. Intense? Not Ooh. not super intense, but 
third week's going to be the most intense. Might be a little scary, but you got this. I believe in you. I'm shaking already. God's preparing you already for it. So boom. There it is. We love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Everybody welcome Matt. Hi. Tell us how much you don't like him or love him. One of the two. We just want you to tell us anything about the podcast. And uh, remember, we got to pray just to make it today. Remember that. We also have our first women's podcast is out. Um, It's the one that says D-O-T dot. It's Daughters of Truth. Dot. Um, The men's podcast is coming next Friday. um, And it will say what? Warriors of Truth is what it stands for. Um, So not just for men, not just for women, but it gives you a men's perspective on how men should be and a woman's perspective on how women should should be within this thing we call Christianity and walking with the Lord. So that's that. Thanks, guys. And God bless. <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us. Make sure to subscribe and give us a like on iTunes and Spotify so that you will never miss a show. And while you're at it, check out our Facebook and Instagram pages and make sure you tell your friends about this show. You don't want them to miss out on the truth because we are all about the truth. Here. Thanks for joining us this week and God bless. <laughs>